Thanks for tuning in to the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. We have such an exciting lineup of podcasts for you in the coming weeks. But today, you're going to hear from Nikki Cruz, one of the fathers of Teen Challenge, as he shares at TCSC's Arise Crusade 2019 in Reedley. And then you'll hear from him again as he shares in Fresno in a couple weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you very much. I'm no stranger to this area because I was, uh, I lived in Fresno for seven years. And uh, we have a program for children. And it was the most beautiful moments of my life. And from here I left. Because you know why? I was tired stay in the airport waiting two hours to take off because in the winter time, you people have bad weather. <laughs> so uh, I have no other alternative but to take a walk on the wire side. So I left. But I have great memories. And before I say anything else, and I must confess that the greatest time that I spent, it was in Fresno. I'll tell you why. Because that was the time I spent so much time with my children. After you become traveling so much and name and fame and all of that, it seemed that that little hole was too, too much for me. I used to take them to the park. I used to take them to swim. And that's my memories with my children. I enjoy the well, evangelist and missionary because that's what he is. No, don't call him pastor. He was a pastor. But he was preaching, and, and then somewhere he got into Noah. And you know Noah, there's something strange about the ark that the animal was more intelligent than the human being. <laughs> and not only was that, can you imagine an animal talking to one another? A bull telling the cow, hey, baby, there's an ark over there. <laughs> we don't want to drown. <laughs> That's how smart the animal was. Baby, ain't no way I'm going to die here. I want to have other children too. But in this moment, I'm going to take a story and then unite it with me. Because I'm sick and tired of giving my testimony. But I just want to incorporate this guy because I honestly identify with him. Because his background and my background. And this is going to be short called Overcome the Past. Because that has been something that after you make a decision, especially with Jesus Christ, then you're going to have to deal with things in your life that is my end of hurt you, memories that you would like to erase, but they began to haunt you. And there's something that I learned in this that I identify is with 
the functional, the functional family, the functional people. And many times they are victims of circumstances. And this one, it was one of them. His name is Jephthah. And when you talk about the functional, the word dysfunctional is, is, is saying there's something wrong. Something is not working. Something needs to be fixed. And Jephthah was one of the men that he went just straight to the book of Hero. And he was, guess where? In the Hall of Fame. in the book of the heroes. That's something, and watch about this guy. Look at him, and he's a type of person that, it just touched my heart. Jephthah was a man of a strength, character, and integrity. And this is what the Bible say in Judge in Judges chapter 11, 1 to 6. Now, Jephthah, the Gilead, was a valiant warrior, but he was the son of a harlot, which is mean a prostitute, which is mean in plain English, a hooker. And Gilead's wife, Born him sons. And when his wife's son grew up, this is what happened. They drove Jephthah out and said to him, You shall not have an inheritance in our father's house. In few words, get out of this house. For you are the son of another woman. So Jephthah flew from his brothers and lived in the lands of Tob, and worthless fellow, he joined the gang. Worthless fellows. That was his family now. Gathered themselves about Jephthah, and they went out with him, and you know what they did. Then, it came a time where the sons of Ammon was fought against Israel. And then that the elders, the elders of Gilead went to Jephthah from the land of Tab, and they say to Jephthah, Come and be our chief that we might fight against the Ammon. This man is a mighty man of battle. But he got a lot of things against it. He was a son of a prostitute. He was disposed by his brothers. Get out of our house. We want nothing to do with you. You are one night stand. That's what you are. One night stand.
And that broke his heart. Had no place to go. And he ran away. He ran away. But there's something about it. That he began to deal with time of difficult times. But he was not shackled by the past. He got to put the past and aside. He can just not live and just smoke his mind constantly thinking, look what my brother did. Look, I'm in the street. Look, I'm hanging around with the wrong company. He, he had known failure, rejections, and poverty. And he was a victim of circumstances. And to know that his natural mother, the natural mother was a prostitute. Let me tell you something. There is a war on guilt. And guilt, you got to watch out with that word. Because he can get you down so low into the peace of loneliness. And here, he began to understand that he was a victim of circumstances. But he didn't come around excusing himself, like saying, blame your circumstances on others. Blame others for your shortcoming. Guilt is a pollution. I'm not productive at all. And this is what is bothering me. Do you know what bothers me that we have changed the terminology today? We don't know what to believe, what kind of sect we are. The, the, our children, they began to be educated about who they are, if they're a boy or a girl. You know, I love Gary. I love, I love him. I love my son-in-law. When I say I love you, Gary, I'm a straight, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at Brother Brown. Descriptions of the word of terminology. This is the way that the word think. Hey, listen to me, drug addicts, ex-drug addicts, or drug addicts. No, a drug, no, a druggie, or alcoholic, but a person who has problem with substance, substance of abuse. Other, for, and excuse me, don't, don't judge me. Not a glutton, but a person with eating disorder. This is, a, this is psychologists and psychiatrists. I love this because I'm involved with this. Not a criminal, but anti-social. Not sin, but lack of error. 
Do not assume responsibility because you are a product of your own circumstances. How many excuses are we going to give? There's no absolute value, only relative values. And I like this. Do not, do not, do not discipline children. Reason with them. And let her be a little brat. Social values are overturned by right to privacy and right to intimacy. Not responsible for your own addiction. And if we begin to talk like this, then we have to use me. Me. Meology. <laughs> this is making any sense, Gary? Okay, okay. Listen, the dysfunctional family always have been there. Come on, let's be honest. The first family, the first marrow. For the first time, Adam and Eve experienced what pain is all about with then hold the head of his own son dying and, and the earth sucking the blood. You're talking about the functional, this is pain. When you have been in a place of protection in the garden of Eve. Now you are in the garden of pain. Now you began to experience that you are no exception to the rules. And this is what really takes place. All of these things that happened, if you began to go one by one from Noah, from King David, you're going to see all these things that happened. I mean, the worst person that went to so much pains for his mistake, it was King David. I mean, his family literally was dysfunctional. And with all of this, God loved King David. Love him. And let me just close it. And you know Jephthah? That hung, was hanging around with the wrong crowd? And then came to get him? Because he got hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all right. And he became a judge. A tremendous judge. Look at yourself. Look the potential that you are. You are beautiful. Some of you are ugly, but it's all right. You see, the thing here is just simple. 
equal in the eyes of God. There's no black, white, or brown. Myself. You're equal. God loves you. He makes you. He wants you. He died for you. He took you right there. You name and crucify. You name with him. It takes a lot of heart to do that. You see, I want to tell you this. I'm standing here as a miracle. The coming of day workers into New York City, it was something that it was divine. In that time I was in New York, I was in the gang. We did a lot of crime, and there was murder. And my hand was full of blood. And the only thing that I have after I left Puerto Rico, because I'm Puerto Rican, and you can tell by my accent, it's so sexy. <laughs> hey, 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 cool it. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I don't want Gary to get jealous, please. <laughs> you know who I was? Some of you read The Cross on the Swiss Blade. Wrong, baby, wrong. Some of you saw The Cross on the Swiss Blade. And who did my part? Ugly, ugly, ugly Eric Estrada. <laughs> and, and what happened was that I was born a loser. I was born to go to hell. Not only myself, but my whole family. My father, my mother, 17 brothers and one sister. Oh, my father, what a romantic human being. <laughs> we were destined to go to hell. Do you understand? We were destined to go to hell. The whole family. Because my father and my mother practicing witchcraft. My mother was a satanic priest. My father was a satanic priest, and my mother was a witch. And here I end up being an abuser. Beat up. And here I end up in New York City. I'm running wire. There is a jungle, a concrete jungle. New York, New York. Don't believe Frank Sinatra. New York, New York. There's a Brooklyn that was a ghetto. And here, there were so many things that happened. Here I was lost. And this country preacher from Pennsylvania, because you always thinking that a preacher is supposed to be Muslim man. No, it was the opposite. It was a skinny guy. 
spaghetti. But God, it's a God of justice. God know what is going on in this earth. God love us all. That's the reason he sent his son Jesus Christ. So, ever believe in him, or who believe in him shall not perish. This is, is what David Wilkerson did. He came to New York for what? To be humiliated? To be threat? To be slapped? To be spit? To burn his car? To take his, to take his shoes off? He didn't have no clothes, just a pan and shirt. I don't know what he had. Not my business. But I'll tell you one thing. It took a lot of boldness for this man to come and just walk in through the war zone. After the police told him they're going to kill you. And you know something? I was with my girlfriend. And I saw all this commotion and these people running. And then I told my girl, what is going on in my turf? You know, we have our own nation, a little turf, a neighborhood. And here he penetrated the war zone. Here, my girlfriend didn't want to come, so I had to really, sorry, had to be tough with her. I had to make the signal. When I say you come, you come. And when I say you go, you go. You understand? That's all I had to say. And here is David. God has the power to change your life right now. I said, oh, shut up. There's no God. We are the people. We are the mammals. We have the power. It's no time for a political speech. If you open your mouth, you're a dead man. And that's when I got close to him. He was quiet. And then this is when he dropped the bomb from heaven. Nikki, I came over here to give you a message from heaven. Jesus loved you. I said, what? Then he got quiet. And he started screaming at me. He started screaming loud. He competed with the subway, with the bosses, with everybody. He opened his lung, his mouth so loud that he just threatened me. And he told me this, kill me. Go ahead, kill me. I know you can do it. Go ahead, do it. I said, what's the matter with this guy that want me to kill him? Nikki, you can go ahead and kill me, 
cut me in thousand pieces, throw them right there on the street. But remember, every little piece will cry out that Jesus loves you naked. You can never kill love because God is love. I was as lonely as Jephthah was lonely. I was rejected as Jephthah was rejected. Abused as Jephthah was abused. But thank God that God's Holy Spirit is in this earth. And he's touching people to do his work. Look what Teen Challenge is doing. You have the, one of the best Teen Challenge in the United States of America. I'm serious. You are not begging in the street. You are not going to go over there. You don't charge off. I, I, I can't believe. I can't believe this. And the hands of God bless you for that. And then, the conversion. Short. I went to hear David Wilkerson. I didn't want to go by myself. I took 75 guys for protection. <laughs> then, there's 2,000 people. 12 different gangs. Wilkerson was naive. How in the world are you going to bring 12 gangs that their enemies? The one who was shouting and was happy was Dracula. There's going to be blood all over. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you forget about something here? Do you forget about the blood of Jesus? There's no way Dracula can drink that blood. He will be poisoned. No. It was Jesus. He said that Jesus can change your life. It was right there. The crucifixion of Jesus was the message that touched me. And you know what I mean? In front of 2,000 people, 12 different gangs, and in front of my gangs, and my girlfriend, <laughs> to come forward... Do you understand, not only I came forward, but about 25 guys together with the girls came forward. Hey, I'm going to go more deep. It got to be the Holy Spirit. They began to fall on their knees. They began to moaning and groaning with pain. They was asking God to help them. I got, I got so upset. I said, what are they doing? They're embarrassing us. <laughs> and then, two minutes later, <laughs> I was the one who was crying like a baby. Jesus Christ came and kissed my heart with the keys of forgiveness and gave me a new heart, a heart of flesh. Now I can feel him. I am free like a bird.
thank God that he had the power to change those hearts. All right, all right, all right. Kelly, did you gave order to come over here to... Okay, they're coming. Coming over here. Don't be afraid of me because it's all right. I just ate a dragon today. Just come over here and just give me some good sound. You have heard, brother... Really, Gary talking very straight, salvation message. You heard me. You might laugh. But there's some little baby just that need to be touched and kissed. You know what happened that night? Jesus came and gave me a kiss that my mother never kissed me and my father when I was a little boy. And then that little boy that wants to be loved, that little boy that I buried him when he was nine years old. Hallelujah. That little boy came out to be loved, to be a man, to be forgiven, be forgiven. That is the Jesus that is here. Those in the gallery, those over here are going to just challenge you. I'm not going to come over here begging you because I'm not going to do it. You backslider, you need to come back. Jesus is calling you to come back. Some of you that you have lost, your husband, your wife, your children, and your parents, you're hurting so bad. Some of you that have been rejected and laid hopeless in a bed, crying yourself day and night to you I'm going to ask you if Jesus changed Nicky Cruz he can change you too not only he can change you too because me I went to Puerto Rico forgive my mother my mother gave her heart to Jesus my father gave his heart to Jesus 13 of my children of my mother's children gave their heart to Jesus and now you you have that privilege to say Jesus save me, help me if you took care of Jephthah and you used him to be a judge and if you go ahead and you change Nikki Cruz to be in front of us to tell us the story we have a story to tell. I want you to come and I want you to meet me right here. And I don't want no chicken, no cowards. Come on, you guys. Everybody stand up. I don't want to stay here too long. Look at this. Beautiful. That's, that's all. 
Get out from wherever you are. Let Jesus love you. Hey, upstairs, this has always happened to me. Every place I go on the, on the color seal, the people up there, they think that they are close to heaven, that they don't need to come down. Come on, bring your family. Bring your family. Hey, you guys, get a hold of your wife and say, enough is enough. We need to bring Jesus into our home. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already, subscribe today on your mobile device to get exclusive new content from Teen Challenge of Southern California. For more information, visit us on the web at teenchallenge.org.